I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome back to the Fuck It Up Comedy Club podcast. I'm Kima Bob, your host, and you are now tuned in to an unapologetic celebration of comedians of color who are not cis men. Now, this is simply an opportunity to hear dope stand-up from awesome comics and get to know them a little better. Today, I had the pleasure of being joined by Pravanya Pillay, Eureka Katani, and Sapphire McIntosh. Um, we had a truly, truly lovely time. And <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I know what this episode holds, and I know what it used to hold and what we had to cut out because it got a little too wild. Um, but before we get into that, I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, and before we get into that, the gang are going to share some moments with you that made them feel fucking incredible. Social media, sometimes I too put the post on Instagram and I take you know time to like oh, the, which filter I should use and uh, crop and uh, but now I'm decided I'm not gonna use the filter yes. I'm gonna crop yes. I'm gonna take photo and I post and I did it and I felt absolutely incredible so I'm gonna yeah. Yes. so I'm gonna take a photo of you, uh, yes. everybody together I don't know how and uh, post it without any uh, filter or any No, no filter for her means no filter for you. Sorry. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah, got it. Got it. I, okay, I feel like go. it's working. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Okay. Let, now, okay. I'll post it uh, in 10 minutes. My, um, it felt very incredible. Reasonable. My um, incredible moment, yeah. uh, 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 living in London as a millennial, um, uh, is any time that I can go throughout the weekend without drinking alcohol. Oh, so proud of you. Thank you. Do you replace it with any alternatives? <laughs> That's a um, trick, isn't it? Because, like, in uh, California, they have something called California sober, which is when you don't drink, but you do smoke that reefer, bro. Yeah, no, I don't smoke, no, I don't smoke weed. I, don't, I, don't, I, I never smoke weed. Um, I mean, I have a vice. I smoke cigarettes. Ooh. If I can get through a weekend without drinking alcohol, I'm like, yeah, I'm the shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very proud of you. Thank I'm excited you. for yes. you and your journey. Thank I think you. you're a great person. I want to do tequila shot with you. Is that helpful? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I yes. Got, yes. Not Join helpful. Us. It's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess I like listen to the Olivia Rodrigo album from start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I'm a bit late. I know it came out two years ago, but um, yo, she gets it. <laughs> I processed a breakup from five years ago listening to the album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Olivia, is that someone where she's like, "You have a driver's license." Yeah. 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 We all do. You have a car now. <laughs> we broke up, but now you drive. Yeah, that's it. That's Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Pulls off mask, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome to the stage your host for the evening, Kima Bob! Woo! 
thank you so much. Uh, my name is Kim Bob, and I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for coming. Oh, what an exciting moment. Okay, so you are here at the Films of Colour Comedy Club. The Films of Colour Comedy Club is simply a platform that centers and celebrates comedians of colour who are not cis men. It's a simple premise, we do it proudly, we do it elegantly. Um, I'm Kima, I'm hosting. I feel a weird energy in the air. Do you guys fucking feel it? I think it's because like Mercury is like out of retrograde or whatever. I don't know, I just feel like a chaotic electricity. It's mad. I guess what I'm saying is you're in for one hell of a show. <laughs> But you really are, because we have some incredible comedians, uh, not just because of my general mayhem. Um, and uh, today I wanted to talk to my incredible guests a bit about power, and I wanted to talk to you guys about power a bit, just kind of like what makes us feel empowered. Um, I have taken a kind of long journey to find this uh, aesthetic, okay? To find my vibe. I feel most powerful in she, they pronouns, um, and I feel most powerful when I'm wearing an outfit that both men and women look at and go, I, I want to fuck that person. <laughs> like, I feel most empowered when I'm just serving up bisexual mayhem. <laughs> Do you understand? Um, and a couple of weeks ago, we had a show here. I was serving up bisexual mayhem, right? Like, my thing is, like, pants that the boys want. <laughs> and, like, shirts that the girls want to be in. Like, that's the vibe. <laughs> and I was, I was serving it up a couple of weeks ago, and I got invited. Well, my friend got invited, and she invited me to a London Fashion Week after party. It was a very exciting time. Oh, indeed. I was like, oh! And I was feeling myself, because I just came from the show. We had a great time. I was serving it up, right? I was giving, like, she, they realness. It was mm, impeccable. I pop up to the venue, mm, get to the front of the line. I'm like, hello, I'm here for the party. Uh, <laughs> and I was, I was greeted by what I can only refer to as a bouncette. <laughs> like, I don't think it's a job that needs to be, like, overly gendered, like bouncers and bouncettes and whatnot, but there were like bouncers behind her because <laughs> she couldn't do it. She was a kind of a bouncette. It was adorable. She was wearing like a blazer and high heels. She was cold. I know she was cold. Um, and she, she looked at me and as I got to the front of the line, she was giving me the up and down like mm. and I was like oh, what's going on? Is it my vibe? Is it too impeccable? Is it too chaotically pansexual for you, darling? Um, but that didn't seem to be the issue. She looked at me and she goes, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but this outfit is not for the club. It's not for the party. It's for the coffee shop. She told me that I was giving coffee shop. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. I was like, what about this? It's giving coffee shop. I looked myself up and down. I was like, I don't drink coffee, but I do eat pussy. Is that okay? Like, <laughs> it was terrifying. And I realized that she just couldn't like level with like my aesthetic. I didn't know how to tell her, honey, if we were at a lesbian party, <laughs> you'd beg me to come inside. <laughs> how do I level with this woman? Because she was, the bounce set was like, uh, you know, the, the woman at the front of the club, she's like vaguely European. Seems like she came from like a 
country where just like the hot uh, straight women are made. Like, do you know what I mean? She just has like a low bun, mean, bitchy, great cheekbones, like that kind of vibe. And I was like, I don't know if in the country where hot women are made, hot straight, in the hot straight women factory country, if they can speak this language, if she even knows what's going on here. So I put on my like lawyer hat, you know what I'm saying? Like gavel gavel in this bitch, your honor. The evidence is all here. Um, I've been watching She-Hulk, so I'm an attorney at law now. Um, I love it. I'm having such a great time with Jen, right? Is anyone watching She-Hulk? Okay, look, here's the deal. I would give you my Disney Plus, but it's my friends. Uh, I don't think she would want that. Um, but it's a fun little show, you know? Like, it says it's about, like, a She-Hulk, but I think it's actually about acceptance. Well, uh, <laughs> Anyway, I was like, I'm going to get in law mode. I'm going to reason with the bounce set. And I was like, what's wrong with the outfit? Please let me know. Tell me. Because this is how I would go to a club. And she was like, well, first of all, you're in trainers. I was like, okay, all right. I was like, and they're in trainers. Excuse me, your honor, exhibit A, they're in trainers. And she said to me, they're men. Men can't wear heels. It was insane. Oh, the RuPaul leaped out of me, right? I was like, first of all, men wearing heels is a billion dollar industry. Men wearing heels has entertained people and also has brought lots of joy to lots of men. Men wearing heels is fucking hot. More of them should do it, okay? I was like, because of a man in heels, millions and billions of people know that you can't love yourself if you're loving somebody, whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? Second of all, men need to get in heels. Mm, I want to see that elongation. Do you know what I'm saying? Get in heels, fellas. I'm trying to see those calves pop. Why should we be the only people subjected to that kind of footwear? It's absolute madness. Oh, men can't wear heels. It was insane to me. And I, I wanted to tell her, look, girl, I haven't worn heels in a long time. And if you want to catch me in that footwear, we're going to have to time travel, okay? We're going to have to go to 2012 when I still was living for the male gaze, okay? Like, we're going to have to go somewhere else. And you might also be able to catch me uh, without pubes. Yeah. <laughs> if we go back that far, I'll still be in my waxing era. Because I'm sorry, uncomfortable footwear and painful genital procedures are things I left in the past. Little pieces of patriarchy that I've left behind. Oh, it was absolutely insane. More of the story is, um, I was rescued by gays, um, which I really appreciated. Uh, I was actually rescued by gay men in heels. Um, so served my purpose. One of my friends came out. I was like, oh, she wouldn't let me in, hunty, because uh, that's how I speak to fellow members of the Rainbow Mafia. Um, um, I was like, they wouldn't let me in. They said, I'm just for the coffee shop. And he was like, oh! he was like, I got you. So he, he walked me in, and we stopped at the door, and he looks the bounce up and down, and he goes, this is my friend, and just in case you're wondering, she looks just as good as I do. <laughs> I don't know if it helped. I don't know if that made me feel good, but his confidence was out of this world and I do admire that. Um, we then got inside and there was like, I was like, there's gonna be hell to pay. And because I am non-confrontational by hell to pay, I meant I would tell anyone who would listen. Um, <laughs> And that was hell to pay. <laughs> and so I got in and I was telling one of my friends, man, in heels, and he looked me up and down and he goes, oh, honey, but, you're serving she they. And I said, I know. And he goes, oh, but this, 
this is your aesthetic. And it was that energy, that justice for my aesthetic that I wish I could have brought to the bound set. Like, she'll never understand that, like, in some places, like, that kind of, like, cheekbone-heeled situation, like, that is, like, I guess the metric you want for your door. But, like, in 2020-whatever-the-fuck, when there's such a massive spectrum of people that fucking exist, like, should we really have this system of, like, a person who doesn't even know to wear fucking pants in September <laughs> telling me that I can't come into a party because I'm wearing a sensible shoe? Oh, it's so frustrating. Moral of the story is, if you're here tonight and you're giving coffee shop, okay, if you're giving deli, okay, if you are serving a library, then know that you are welcome. Oh, what a wild time, what a wild life. Okay, thank you for that one applause, great. No one else do it, it would make me feel, no! No, because I, I, I cued it and that's fucked up. Um, I actually prefer when I tail my tails to silence. Um, let's get into it. Are you guys ready for your first act? Then, welcome to the stage, the incredible Safa Mackintosh! Nice to see you all. Nice. I'm Sapphire. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a black northerner. We're pretty rare. We're like unicorns. I'm so rare. I'm like a good moralistic conservative MP. We got any royalists in the house tonight? No? Everyone see David Beckham queued up to see the Queen? Everyone see that? He brought donuts. <laughs> Did you see that? David Beckham brings donuts. You had ITV News interviewing people. They were going, it's been great, yeah? He's just like us. <laughs> he brought donuts. He's just like us. David Beckham brought donuts. He's just like us. <sighs> Does anyone think that the Queen was actually in the coffin? <laughs> genuine question? Do you? Anyone? You, you genuinely think the Queen was in the coffin? I think it was just filled with foam. Uh, I do Vox Pops, I interview people on the street, that's what I do in my spare time. I went down to the queue and I was like, oh, you know, why are you here? People were there in the sandals and shorts. They've been there all day. I said, why are you here? And they went, I'm here to see the Queen. I was like, are you not cold? And they were like, no, I'm warm on colonialism. I'm hot. Uh, I was at Edinburgh Fringe uh, this summer. It was my first time there. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyone been to Edinburgh before? Yeah. It looks quite medieval, right? It's a, it's a good, it's a good-looking city. Um, pretty white. It was pretty white. Uh, it felt like all the cast were white, and I was the black actor with two lines. 
Uh, everyone was running around in like their corduroys, you know, like that earthy kind of librarian white kind of look. Like burgundy kind of, like a backpack. You know that earthy middle class look? There were loads of them everywhere. Everywhere. Kind of like, look a, it looked like a scene out of Harry Potter. And like the theatre programme was the Marauder's Map. And they were running around going, this way, Harry! <laughs> to the next show, Hermione! On the broomstick. <laughs> uh, I've, not, I've been to Edinburgh before, though. Um, I used to be a tour guide. I used to take North, Amer North Americans around um, British hotspots. Um, I don't know if you know, but a lot of North Americans, white North Americans, they love English culture. Uh, they love the Queen. Oh, well. <laughs> they like Hugh Grant, Notting Hill, Buckingham Palace, David Beckham. I think it might be because they're their colonizers, but there's a lot of Americans that really love English culture. So I'd take them around. We'd go to York, Stratford-upon-Avon, London, um, Oxford. Uh, and I met these group of people at Edinburgh Airport years ago. Uh, and they arrived and I think they probably thought they were going to meet someone that looked like, you know, Harry Potter. <laughs> or like a Mary Poppins kind of person. <laughs> but no, it was me! <laughs> going, oh yeah, you're right! <laughs> you're a Rolo! <laughs> and they were like, dang, I want my money back! <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm from Leeds. Uh, Leeds isn't known for creating that many celebrities. Uh, we got Mel B. You like Mel B? Uh, we got Keith Lemon. And uh, Jimmy Savile. What, we're from the North? We don't have much. Did everyone see the Netflix documentary? Yeah? He was hiding in plain sight, right? He was literally going on TV shows in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s and the 90s, telling people literally what he was doing. But I think the reason why he didn't get caught is because no one could understand his accent. <laughs> uh, I live in a housing co-op in South East London. It's the oldest housing co-op in Britain. It was built in the 1970s for students going to Goldsmiths. I live with people that I call Glastonbury Whites. No offense. They like making kombucha. They're over there. They like going to Walmart Festival. They like going to music gigs in Hackney and watching a Syrian refugee playing the harp. <laughs> All proceeds go to LGBTQ refugees fleeing the war. And put it on their Instagram. Um, I've never seen so much black imagery in my life in terms of calendars, tribal calendars, and black statues. And I'm black. Uh, we've got a sunflower growing competition. Don't judge. 
mushroom growing competitions? How to grow your own compost bed? Well, we can't get rid of the racism. Uh, every month we have this thing called initials where people come down and we interview them and you know, we ask them their name, age, are they getting any inheritance? Uh, at Christmas, my grandma was going, oh, you know, Sapphire, man, we ain't gonna settle down, man, we ain't gonna have a baby. And I was like, well, Grandma, one, I live in a house share. Two, I'm an artist. And three, have you seen the smog in London? I think if my body did even create a baby, it wouldn't come out as breast milk, it'd just come out as petrol. You'd have local councils finally with a chance to make some legitimate money for their borough. <laughs> Come down to Lewisham this Saturday and see the black girl from Leeds with the petrol tip. <laughs> I went to a barbecue the other day and someone said, So like you knew, Sapphire, were you born here? And I thought, have you heard me? Unless there's some English kids on the gap here in the Congo. <laughs> Teaching them English like, A, B. <laughs> C, D. E, F, G. Then <laughs> the Congolese kids go, so, is this what your queen sounds like then? <laughs> And the English Gapier kids go, well, not exactly, no, not quite, no. Not quite. <laughs> See what I'm doing there? I'm rubbing my non-existent floppy blonde hair. <laughs> I feel like I've got the perfect accent for one of them BBC documentaries that comes on on a Monday at eight o'clock. <laughs> Highlighting the exploitation of Amazon warehouse workers. <laughs> In a city. Oh, no! <laughs> Me, Anthony, is 23 and hasn't had a piss all shift. And then the next scene in the BBC Free documentary cuts to Anthony dragging his bladder across the Amazon <laughs> workhouse floor. He's on £6.50 an hour and hasn't seen his mum since he was born. <laughs> or, I've got the perfect accent for an Iceland advert. <laughs> you can laugh. Get down to Iceland this summer for one of our June deals. <laughs> Three bags of assorted meat for a pound. <laughs> There's something about my accent that says friendly but poor. <laughs> Guys, you've been amazing. Follow me on Instagram. It's Sapphire Macintosh. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Give a guy for Sapphire Macintosh. Brilliant. Um, good. Give that energy up, you know what I'm saying? As we welcome to the stage the incredible Pravanya Balai! Hi, hi everyone. 
I'm Pravanya. I'm a grown woman in a child's body. You're welcome, pedophiles. So I am single. Um, I am single. The, uh, the type of guy I've dated in the past hasn't been the best type of guy, right? He's the kind of guy who is at every wine and cheese night. Right? He's, um, he's unemployed because loving poetry is a full-time job. Um, and when he leaves you, he will leave you, if you close your eyes and listen, you can hear him in the wind. Explaining jazz to women. <laughs> I've dated a lot of white guys. That's what I'm trying to say. I've dated a lot of white guys. I, I think that when a white guy is like, yeah, I just prefer blondes. Like, my type is just blondes. I just prefer blondes. What they mean is that they prefer whites. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to like me anymore if I dye my hair blonde. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm not dating at the minute because I hate dating activities, right? I'm not going axe throwing. <laughs> I have a therapist. <laughs> also, I'm not doing shrooms. My friends keep doing shrooms on their dates. I'm actually sick and tired of hearing stories about mushrooms. <laughs> They all end with someone drinking dirty puddle water. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, like, I, I believe that drugs should be legalised. Like, it should be legal to do drugs. It should be illegal to tell me about it. <laughs> so, um, I live at home at the moment. I live with my mum uh, my and dad. They like, they like to buy things. They're buyers. They enjoy buying things. Uh, they recently for uh, Henry Hoover, right? No, no, no. Not my first choice of Hoover, right? That little pervert will not stop staring at me. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of getting side-eye from a literal dirt bag. <laughs> it's always so awkward when you see a Henry Hoover as well. It's, it's kind of like when you see an ex at a party. It's like... Why are we both here <laughs> in this storage cupboard? <laughs> I'm crying here. Go somewhere else. Um, so for, for the longest time, for as long as I can remember, I've wanted to be James Bond. Right, I've wanted to be James Bond. I've been watching James Bond for 27 years, Okay through multiple recessions. That man is never out of a job. And I understand why. I mean, I've seen him infiltrate a Soviet missile factory and effectively communicate with his line manager. He's got transferable skills. I think to be James Bond is to be employable. Little girls who love James Bond Grow up to be winners. Little boys, divorced. Um, so I love James Bond. I love spies in general, right? Because I love a stable government job. Um, so I've actually had a go at writing my own spy novel, and I really want to share it with you guys, okay? So it's called No Time to Spy. Um, yeah, okay? It's the first chapter, and I just want to read it for you. All right, okay. <clears throat> no Time to Spy by Pravanya Pillay.
She was the sexiest woman there. Water dripped off her soft, buoyant curves. All five of them. <laughs> All heads turned towards her. All eyes were watching. Ha! <laughs> she laughed to herself. For a spy, she suddenly drew a lot of attention. <laughs> but it was the good kind, something she often told her supervisors during disciplinary meetings. All publicity is good publicity, she would remark. Not when you're a spy, they would reply. And then she would seduce them. <laughs> she slipped on over to a deck chair. A pool attendant approached her. Can I get you anything, miss? Yes. I'll have a cider. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. A Russian voice, that was Russian, boomed from the deck chair next to her. And I'll pay. She saw the wad of cash before she saw the man, and then she saw the man. Her mark. Russian agent Gorbachev. No relation. Thank you for my drink. No worries. It's happy hour anyway. She took in her mark. He was tall. Four of his teeth had been replaced with gold, made from the wedding rings of the men he had killed. <laughs> he was a dangerous man. Four was a lot of men to kill. She herself had only killed three. Is there space on that deck chair? She asked seductively. That depends. Who's asking? Me. <laughs> Then there's plenty of space. <laughs> Their sexy back and forth was like fire. <laughs> it's a shame I have to kill him, she thought to herself. She slipped onto his deck chair and sidled up close. She felt something hard press against her stomach. She knew before she looked. A gun. <laughs> she smirked and looked up at him. And here I thought you were just pleased to see me. <laughs> End of chapter one. That's it. That, that was no time to spy. Thank you very much. I've been Pravanya Pillay. Uh, the next act is incredible. I'm so glad to share her with you. Um, her name is Eureka Okatani. I'm going to say it again in a second. But I want us to like, start with like, some applause, right? And you might be thinking to yourself, don't patronize me. I'm an adult. I know how to clap. Well, to that I say, prove it. Um, <laughs> so if you guys will start clapping in like, a kind of calm manner. Okay. <laughs> Have a beautiful mind wrapping up all the way to a 10 as we welcome to the stage the incredible Eureka Katane! Hello everyone, are you enjoying the night? Amazing. Uh, my name is Eureka Katane and I am from Japan. Japan. <laughs> thank you, Roy, thank you. Just a very curious, uh, do we have anyone from Japan tonight? <laughs> no, 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 never. Why, why? Uh, so, uh, so, yes, thank you for having me. It's really great to be here. Uh, so I've been living in the UK for, uh, oh my God, 18 
years, 18 years now. I'm sorry, thank you, Robin, thank you, and I really love living here. But sometimes the things really frustrate me, and I, can I share one story with you? Thank you so much. So this happened to me a while ago, but never be able to forget. So one time, I was on a train, and a poster caught my eye, and it said, 93.12% of all London overground trains run within five minutes of their schedule time between 20th of June 2015 to 2015. <laughs> it's this confession. <laughs> and then it said, we are improving a journey on London overground. Are they apologizing? <laughs> Because I thought the trains are supposed to be running within zero minutes of their schedule time. In Japan, trains are on time, like Puropa, on time, on time. Innit? So that morning, even though it was in a rush hour, I couldn't stop myself. And I said to the poster, out loud, I forgive you. I really love living in the UK because people are more laid back and relaxed than people back home. Yeah, it's nice if everything's so organized, but it's just because Japanese people are living a busy lifestyle and they don't have time to fuck about. <laughs> That's why everything is needed to be operated efficiently, but I don't want to live like a robot. And there is one word, one beautiful English word I love. And we don't have this word in Japanese. It is... Ish. <laughs> so, I decided to bring this ish concept back home. So the last time when I went to Japan, before COVID, I said to my mom, let's meet up at... One-ish. <laughs> because we don't have this word, so I said to her, let's meet up in between 1.5 and 1.25. I saw her eyes full of confusion and rage. Didn't work. So let's go back to the train story. So why don't they announce us the train to Brighton is coming in three-ish? <laughs> like days. <laughs> or instead of display delayed or canceled, coming-ish? <laughs> like question mark? And I believe, I believe that this ish culture began long time ago. And it is in people's blood. That's why people are called British. <laughs> ah, you guys are so lovely. This is so uh, amazing. So I'm so happy that I'm here at uh, Fuck It Up, uh, the comedy club tonight. Yay! I made it. Thank you. Yes. yes. So, so yes, 
And uh, yes, one of the reasons I really uh, love uh, Fukuoka so much was uh, so uh, uh, me and uh, other uh, the, the, the comics uh, like, like myself, uh, we got together and uh, we decided, okay, let's uh, do, do this and let's learn comedy and then, you know, um, the, uh, learn and then make it happen. So uh, we uh, got together and then uh, at the two north stand, the sister uh, venue of this venue, and then uh, the Amanda Baker, uh, she uh, taught us uh, you know, a lot of things. Yes, yes, yes. And then we were like, okay, let's meet up like every month. And then, guess what happened? <laughs> Pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> We met up on Zoom and then, like, you know, we, we learned or we chat and then, like, supported each other. And it was just amazing and it helped me so much, like, uh, mentally and, uh, you know, and also comedy as well. Like, it was a lot of uh, things to, to learn and it was, like, absolutely heavy lifting. But now uh, I'm back uh, doing comedy gigs again. And uh, uh, yes, um, it, it's helping me a lot. So, uh, again, thank, thank you, Kimo, for uh, doing this. For all of us, thank you. Thank you. Yes, uh, so I was going to do a comedy uh, set, but uh, the, in the email, uh, Kima said uh, we can perform uh, whatever uh, we want to, whatever the fuck you want, um, <laughs> which she didn't say. But she said, uh, you, you can say whatever fuck you want, bitch. Uh, no, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no, she didn't. She didn't. Uh, you can say whatever you want. So, yes. I decided to, uh, I wanted to share my feelings towards uh, fucking up and said it. And thank you so much for listening to me. And you'll be absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And have a fantastic night. Thank you. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hey it's me Kima B letting you know that if you like listening to us fuck it up in your house if you like listening to us fuck it up in your car or on your train you will absolutely love being in the room where it happens we usually record our episodes in London in front of a live audience and let me tell you it's one of the most beautiful audiences I've ever seen and I would love for you to join us for more info, check out Fuck It Up Comedy on Insta or Twitter or go to fuckitupcomedy.com. Please welcome back to the stage, Pravani Belay, Sapphire McIntosh, and Eureka Katani! Welcome back to the stage. Welcome back to the stage. 
thank you so much for uh, coming and like uh, yeah being a part of this and like being incredible being yourselves I appreciate it I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, power I don't know why uh, it's because I had to send out an email about a week ago uh, and I had to make decisions uh, and the decision that I made was that we were going to talk about power and as a result here we are and I guess I guess that's the power I have. Um, hey, clever, clever, smart, yes, smart. I guess, I guess that makes me feel powerful. Yes, Choosing yes. topics of conversation. Yeah, yeah love it, love um, it. But do you guys know, like, um, they had, like, the power pose years ago. Okay. Where they're, like, if you stand like you're Superman mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. for, like, two minutes, then you'll feel powerful. Mm, have you right. ever done it? Uh, no. I... Yes, I, I, what, hmm. what, what, what kind of pose is it? Because what I heard was just two hands in the air. That is that, yes. is that part of, oh, yes, yes, they I do. They have the two hands in the air. I do it um, every morning. Yeah, yeah, I can, I just, I ah. can imagine that. Yeah. That, that makes sense, I think that makes sense. They have the, they have the, put the feet on the desk one? Yep. Also, have you heard about the one where you stick your tongue out? And you're like, no! So I play football, and um, quite often when people score, when players score goals, you'll like, be like, you know, like, I'm sick, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The tongue, like, the protrude, like protruding. Okay, so they're right. saying bring this, scoring yeah, like, the goal thing in to times when you haven't scored a goal. But just yes. bring that goal-scoring energy. Mm -hmm. yes. But there's something about the tongue that people do when, like, they're winning. Like, I'm going uh, to give it a go. Yeah, oh, that's cute. That's, yes, powerful, but also cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know what? I've like felt the energy leave my tongue True. into my brain and turn me into a menace. Right? Yes. <laughs> Adrenaline. Yes, yes. What about the angle? Is that straight down? Uh, or, or what about that? When people score goals, they'll be like... Wow. Oh, oh, oh my God. Okay. I now understand I the appeal a, of football. Well, you know what it is? It's like the... <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I was like, I get, I get football yeah, now. So every time they're like, score the goal, and then they're like, <laughs> 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 we're learning. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning. So someone gets <laughs> eaten out after every goal. After basically. every goal. <laughs> this is a crazy game. Female football, yeah, female football. That's what we do, yeah. Crazy game. Yeah. I think uh, in, uh, in dudes football, it's just people being teased with the idea of being uh, eaten out and then being yeah, yeah. disappointed. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. Uh, um, <laughs> I was saying to the gang earlier that like when I have a like um, androgynous vibe, mm -hmm. right? When I feel like my like feminine beauty, but also a bit of that like strength, that's when I feel like most powerful. Can mm -hmm. I ask like what way of like dress makes you feel like most powerful mm. and like most like you? I spent a year dressed as a Peaky Blinder. <laughs> <laughs> like, Are I had like Cillian Murphy in this Yeah, picture? I had the haircut, I had everything. What? Haircut? I had like a really? shot. That haircut hat. on you. Yeah, so, it suited me, I look great. For <laughs> those of you at home, Pravanya is now rocking a gorgeous, thick shoulder length black <laughs> hair situation. Mm -hmm. And to imagine the incredible bone structure of this person I with the Cillian Murphy structure. cut, yeah. that sounds so good. We have, yes. we wow. have both mm. high cheekbones. Wow. Jaw. Get my jaw from my dad. Mm. So. I love that. I get my lips from my dad. So oh, okay. anybody who's ever looked at my mouth and been like, hmm. That's Mark. <laughs> That's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that name is a bit basic, Mark. Mm. That's Mark. 
That's why Mike is serving. Yeah. Look, my grandma did her best. <laughs> <laughs> she had 16 children. Yeah. You leave Ruth alone. <laughs> um, but uh, as you were picky blinding, yeah. so you had the nice little cut going on, which I do yeah, want to see images yeah, of. Yeah, I want to yeah, see Me also. too. Oh, yeah. What were you serving up neck down? Um, just like oversized shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I went into a shop and the shopkeeper looked at me and was like, I'll be honest, I thought you were a small boy. Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool, you don't know anything about me. Well, I, I went through a period of, well, oh, it's tough, because some, I was going to say, I feel like I always had too much ass to look like a little boy. Uh, but some, some uh, little boys got ass. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, dudes can't have hips. Uh, but I, I, had, I do have my period of looking like a little boy, and I was having a good time in that period. I caught myself doing a lot of like hand rubbing. Oh, <laughs> Just a menace. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, but it wasn't the bisexual realness that I was searching for. I think I'm still in the, the, the hunt for my middle ground aesthetic. Because I, like, I want like dudes to like want my outfit but to also want me out of my outfit. And the same on the other side of the spectrum in the middle as well. It's hard. She's trying to fuck everybody at once. It's it's a challenge. It's heavy as a head. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But also bomb as a head. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, Saf, you're For me, I don't know if it's that funny. It's quite quite serious, but I've played football since I was seven. Um, So... I've always felt quite strong and powerful. Um, I've always felt like being good at something was, has been really beneficial for me. Mm. Uh, being part of a team, winning, being fast, being strong. That's, I've always and going like had... this at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After every goal, my tongue was tongue's fucked. It's a fake tongue. <laughs> I've had three tongues. I have, I've not. I've not. I've not. Um, so, yeah, sport for me has always been the thing that makes me feel good. Yeah. And then I feel like I've always had to, like, prove myself as well, playing football with boys when I was growing up. So I feel like I've always had to fight, and maybe I am a bit of a warrior generally anyway. Mm. It's not that funny, it's quite serious, but... Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, but you said, like, a warrior, like a W-A-R-R, um, not a W-O-R-R. Do you say a warrior? Warrior, yeah. Because I'm a W-O-R-R, warrior. W-O- say, oh, say, warrior! Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, like, Very. Yes. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I definitely, I definitely worry too. I definitely worry too, but... Um, and, I, and I, yeah, I try and do things to help with my mental health. Like, exercise really helps. I, I ride my yeah. bike. Yeah. Oh, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I get a good feeling from moving my body. Oh, I go, oh, because you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't do it. <laughs> I mean, generally comedians Strong. don't. <laughs> I'm trying to talk, to football, talk about football like, before a show and everyone's like, what the fuck? Oh my God. We had uh, Junior Chang on, who's fucking great, and we were talking about surviving the cold. And she was like, she does like a uh, cold showers and like yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's not you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Healthy bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's generally, and that's why I was like, oh, I'm not being funny, because I feel like when you talk like this, people are like, oh, shut up. No, but it's also like, I think it's like, uh, first of all, we're people and people contain like multitudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, also, Multi-layered. what if someone in here didn't know about exercise and now we've changed <laughs> What are you trying to say? But, no, someone here might have never heard of exercise before. Yeah, someone, what, what is it? Is I it? think we've made some real change today. Mm. Um, 
What about you, Eureka? What makes you feel like a bad bitch? Um, so in the past, when I was younger, I was very indecisive. Uh, but now um, I'm trying to make a decision. Well and I, I, feel, I feel very powerful when I make, make a decision. And, uh, and, and uh, when I make a decision of the... Th- a decision that um, uh, com- uh, what, how do you say coming out of comfort zone yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. the thing to choose the thing that like yeah pushes I've never you, done, pushes yeah, you. Uh, challenges exactly. you yeah. exactly so for example earlier when I did my set and mm. uh, uh, I yes they didn't do the set but I spoke what I yeah. wanted to say that yeah. was uh, out of my comfort zone however I felt Really great and powerful. So yes. I mean, doing stand-up generally, you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone, right? That's so true. Yeah. Like, li- who else would do stand-up in this room? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's. I feel like okay. Just take a moment on that, right? Because like, I think a, a big thing that keeps people from getting up here is the idea that it's like super terrifying or very hard. Mm. Um, and we don't want you to find out that it's not. Mm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that has literally been the... F- I've, I've been doing stand-up okay. for a year, the and I've just been like... fall apart if Oh, you, you motherfuckers! Yeah. Is this what it is? <laughs> Trust me, it's like a secret. Right, but I'm, I'm always very big on being like, about, go for it, because you'll yeah. find, like, if it suits you, like, if you're interested, if it suits you, you'll know. Mm-hmm. No, but not if you're a white man, though. Please don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said... I can't. Too many. I'm I sick can't of watch, I can't watch it. I'm sick of porn jokes. I'm sick of Pornhub jokes. Mm. Prince Andrew. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear about I your like wife. Pornhub jokes. Uh, <laughs> um, I recently. I, it was a while ago, and I had a, a young white man ask about like how he could like make waves in comedy. Oh, it's already been done. It was so There's funny. nothing else to say. I just looked at him. I, I just. I said it like from the heart. I was just like, I don't know, just like. Be funny and interesting. Um, and I meant that, like, genuinely, and, like, just good luck to him. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Move on away. What makes you guys feel empowered? Okay, tell me if this is, like, taking it a step too far. What makes you guys feel empowered, like, sexually? Ooh. I know I'm fucking crazy. Uh, Pravanya's face is giving alarm. <laughs> Remember, your mum's listening. Your mum's listening. Say, I would say that um, I am... Uh, uh, Reading a book in bed. Yeah. Reading a book in bed! Yeah. Yeah. Reading it's a tough, book in bed! It? It's tough. you got to figure out what... Well, well, what were we, we serving up today? Yeah, well, we could come back to you yeah. if you want. Like, I think that I don't think you need to come back to me. <laughs> fair, fair. What makes me feel empowered in bed? Intelligence. Yeah. 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 A uni degree. A uni degree. <laughs> I love that. I love. Wow, that's got a sapiosexual in the house. <laughs> um, what about you guys? Mm. Oh no! Oh my God! Did I put you on the spot? Yeah, did we have this discussion downstairs? Um, I said we're going to talk about power. And then I wrote down by myself, sexually. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Um, Mine's wearing a big strap on the size of a lamppost. Oh my God. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay, but. What? I'm lost. I'm joking, I'm joking. But you could have not been. A massive one just swaying in the air. Can I, can I'm joking, I ask, I'm joking, I'm joking. I've seen someone a bit ago who was like, they love uh, wearing, like, they, they were like, they have like two straps that are their go tos. And yes. they have like a smaller one, but they really like to use the bigger one so they can see the look 
Yeah, yeah. Partner's yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Well, sadly, our relationship fell apart before I got to feel the oh, smaller babe. one or the bigger one. <laughs> no looks in my eyes. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is not the strap panel, but one day we <laughs> get into it, get into the, the minutia of the strap. Um, you would go, anything to share? Shall we move on? <laughs> um, let's move on. <laughs> I love it. I feel like does this make me like an edge lord or something? You know what I, mean? just, I don't know what that means to be an edge lord, but I assume it's this. Um, what, go- <laughs> what, um, what makes you guys feel uh, powerful and empowered, like work wise? Um, and I know we're talking about like stand up in itself. Mm. Um, but yeah, is there uh, anything that what, what makes you feel the most powerful, like as a stand-up? I guess I'll make it a question that is mm. someone can answer. Um, <laughs> I guess like with stand-up and like I'm, I write comedy sketches and like make my own content and stuff. Like mm. you're your own boss, so you get to decide what you're gonna talk about. I mean, mm. you want it to be funny, but you get to decide like what you're gonna put out there and what you're gonna write and what you're gonna mm. perform and produce. So I like to be able to make my own shit and make money from it, which I don't always do, but... That's the hard bit, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's a two-prong, because the first prong is, like, making the shit all tough, but then also yeah. it's like, is it, can you earn money? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, oh, should you just make stuff that, you know, people will buy into and then you might get more work? Or do you stay true to yourself and be poor, but know that you're a real one? <laughs> yeah. It's a, look, it's a lot of broke real ones out here in these Trust streets. me. Honestly, I, I always vote I always vote broke real ones. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know who's gonna feed us, mm-hmm. but stay but, true to yourself. I mean yes. I think for longevity wise, being true to yourself always works Definitely. out. Definitely. A thousand percent. Yes. I think if you just morph to become what is being like uh, demanded or what's popular, then you'll just keep morphing mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. might lose your actual shape. Yeah, exactly. Is that the end of that? Lose everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what about you guys? Before we uh, wrap up, just uh, what makes you feel powerful about doing this shit? I'd like. I like how I look quite hot on stage. Yes, girl. So <laughs> true. That is actually very true. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, because like women can have it all. I mm, could be funny and mm-hmm, hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have a degree. Okay. Yeah. But it's, like, I got it all, but it's, a, it's quite a low mark, so don't ask me what that was. Multiple things. Also, I've never, I can't remember it, so. What? What? Huh? What did you study? What did you study? Oh, I studied, um, <laughs> I studied pharmacology. What? Yeah. What? Pharmacology? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I She's studied a link for the pills. Well. What did you study? <laughs> <laughs> Pharmacology? Yeah, she said she studied pharmacology. Yeah. Pharmacology? Was it pharmaceuticals? Yeah, it's kind of... This is... Okay, this is dull. It's like drug research, basically. Great. Mm. (laughs) Hook me up. Because you know what's insane? So I... A while ago, so it was diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder. It was like medicated, stuff like that. Uh, The mood stabilizer that I was on is actually anti-epilepsy medication. And I find it absolutely fascinating how people can make like a drug for something and be like, oops, but it does this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's That's hilarious. It's so weird. Was it called uh, comorbidities or something? I can't remember. Highlight. I went to like three lectures. This is a this is a really exciting time, and 
as, as a person thinking ahead to the edit, I don't know if we've actually said anything here today. And <laughs> <laughs> we, we spoke a lot about things. Yeah. I don't know what this was, but it, it was something, and it was us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You enjoyed it, it, right? Yes. Yeah, I literally yeah. think you're going to have to cut me out of everything. <laughs> I haven't said one thing that I want my mom to hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's either uh, joining us for comedy, but not the chat. Ravani <laughs> left early to go read. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, we're going to have to uh, wrap it up, sadly. Another round of applause for the acting scene. Eureka Katani. That's the fun of doing like a live show and doing a podcast is like you'll be in the moment and you'll say something and then you'll be like, hold on a second. Do I really want this sent out to the world? And quite frankly, I don't know if I use enough discretion. I will learn with time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there were lots of stuff that we had to chop out of that conversation. Uh, and I guess that's one more reason to come down to a live show if you're ever able to. Uh, and the next show we have is on December 7th at Shoreditch Town Hall in East London. Uh, so come down, come through. It's going to be badass. Uh, Sophie Dukers joining. So is Evelyn Mock. More guests to be announced. And of course, I'll be there hosting. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Anyway, as you know, the incredible comics you've heard have careers and stuff. They've been making stuff. And they're out there making shows, okay? All sorts of things that you can enjoy, okay? And that you can support as well if you want to get involved. So go ahead and check them out online. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for joining us again. And uh, let's let's do this again uh, next week. Same time, same place in your ears whenever you choose. After Tuesday at noon? Yeah, deal.